A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Alrighty, folks, welcome back on the Pull Hitter podcast episode. I'm Rob DiPietro, the dead Pull Hitter. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm recording this on Friday, noontime, Eastern time. Um, just going to give you a quick breakdown of the Friday through Sunday lineup slate. A couple things to note. And so we can get on our way, set our lineups, and be successful for the weekend. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend on the East Coast. I'm hoping everyone's getting outside, getting some fresh air. It's important to pull away from the fantasy baseball sometimes, and even baseball. You know, I'm a huge baseball fan, but, you know, every now and then you just got to step away, do some other things, uh, go take a hike, and um, take a walk around the neighborhood, whatever you can do to get outside. Uh, go read a book on your deck or on your patio, whatever you can enjoy. Decompress a little bit um, from anything that you have going on in your life, right? So, like I mentioned on the last podcast, like, um, just try to free yourself of distractions. Just keep focused on what you want to keep focused on. And that's the way you'll get some clarity. Um, You don't need outside noise. You know, fade that noise. Fade the nonsense. It doesn't need to be in your life. And, um, you know, I try to explain it a couple times in my podcast that... I am a dead pull hitter in baseball, but um, I also feel like it's what avenue I take in real life as well. Um, you know, I formulate all the information, I get it, I gather it, I inspect it, I absorb it, and then I make my decisions, you know, and live life the way that I want to live it. And I think that's important for everyone to understand, like, um, you know. We can all get along. We're going to have disagreements. Um, You don't have to force anything upon what other people believe or think. Um, Just have respect for each other. You know, don't be a bag of shit. Um, And just understand that everyone's not going to be on the same page all the time. But you need to be on the same page with yourself. That's the most important thing. So, like I said, gather all the information you need in your life for whatever venture you're going in. Whatever little thing you're doing. um, And have have your own thoughts on it and with conviction and move forward in that direction so i don't even know where that's going but anyway if anyone you know just uh talking some real life too besides baseball so oh uh, yeah so we're gonna get in some talk right now um teosco nana just came off the il and he is starting today um that is some fresh news um so yeah we're going to uh, go through the Friday through Sunday slate. So the 1DH situation we have to be aware of. Atlanta is heading to Dunedin in Toronto. Um, so Atlanta gains the DH. You're going to see Pablo Sandoval. It's usually the only time you get in there for a start is when there's a DH. Uh, both games versus 
Um, New York Yankees, earlier in the year, he got in first. Both of the games, he faced a righty and a lefty. So, um, they are facing Robbie Ray, Thornton, and Stripling. So, probably going to, you know, you're going to see uh, Pablo in there for at least two games. Maybe even three. The rest of Atlanta's lineup has been pretty steady lately. Uh, Austin Riley and Heredia have played 11 straight games. So, um, they have a pretty steady, constant lineup. There's really nothing else to be a note of except for Sandoval. Um, so, that was the 1-DH situations. Now, there's 14 teams in the league this weekend facing two right-handed pitchers and one left-handed one left pitcher. So, I'm going to be just dropping notes about the teams who are facing either all three right-handed pitchers or two left-handed pitchers and three left-handed pitchers. So the first matchup we're going to get into is the Baltimore Orioles playing at the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is throwing two left-handers, and so are the A's. Um, the Coliseum is not a good place for right-handed power, so keep that in mind. Um, but what you'll see from Baltimore, you'll see Means and Zimmerman, and from Oakland, you'll see Luzardo and Manaya. So Baltimore versus left-handed pitching has the uh, 10th most played appearances on in the Major League Baseball. Um, so they have a good uh, patient patient approach at the plate. Um, they're middle in the pack the last seven days in uh, WRC Plus in Major League Baseball. Um, also the second worst in strikeouts. So um, take that for whatever you want. DJ Stewart, since his IL stint, has actually played four out of seven times versus left-handed pitchers. Uh, but, you know, it's not such great matchups for him this weekend. But if you need some outfield playing in the deep league, um, he is not sitting completely um, versus left-handers. You might get one, at least one start out of the two games versus lefties from him. Um, so you might be able to get two games from him this weekend. Ramon Urias plays um, second base versus left-handed pitching. Um, just remember, Freddie Galvis is a little injured. He might be out. So anticipate Urias if you're in a really deep league or in a streaming league for daily. Um, anticipate him playing the full weekend, um, possibly. So overall, Baltimore is just really not a patient team at the plate. So just be careful with these matchups at hand. Oakland Athletics are 11th in plate appearances versus left-handed pitchers. They are also a patient team with a good K percentage, a WRC plus of 114 in um, versus left-handed pitchers. Pretty good compared to the rest of the league. Mitch Moreland, you know, usually spent some time on the bench versus the lefty, but Matt Olson um, has a complete shut eye, black eye, so probably won't see him out there. Maybe we'll see a little bit more of Mitch Moreland than usual versus lefty. Doesn't mean it's a great matchup for him, but um, if you do need him to plug him in your lineup, know that he will probably get a couple more at-bats than usual with Olsen being out. Seth Brown... Um, always sits versus le- um, lefties. Piscotti should get at least two games out of the play um, of paid appearances. Hopefully two and a half. Um, so Piscotti at the surface looks pretty terrible, but his O swings down, Z context up, and his pop ups. He just got hitting a ton of pop ups right now. I think once he flattens that bad angle and the launch angle drop, that you'll see Piscotti's numbers take a little um, rise up, especially if you're in your 15 team leagues um, and you're thinking about cutting him. I wouldn't yet. Um, but yeah, so also his barrels are up, his hard hit is up and his exit fly, exit velocity on fly balls and line drive is pretty solid. So, um, we're going to move on to the next game is Milwaukee Brewers throwing three right-handed pitchers versus the LA Dodgers. The Brewers will be rolling out Freddie Peralta, Brandon Woodruff and Adrian Hauser versus the Dodgers. 
Uh, the Dodgers are actually 22nd in Major League Baseball in WRC Plus for its right-handed pitchers with 90. Um, 11, 11% walk rate, 24% K rate, so pretty good um, metrics there. Uh, their last seven at WRC Plus versus right-handers is 78, so um, not many splits of note for the Dodgers here. Um, Edwin Rios has not received constant ABs, even versus right-handed pitching. It um, hasn't been a bank that when you see a righty, you're going to see some Rios. So uh, just be conscious of that. I think he hasn't played as much as some people who had you know prospected on his power um, had hoped so. So um, nothing really more to note of in that series. We're going to move on to the Houston Astros throwing three right-handed pitchers. At the Tampa Bay Rays, who are throwing three left-handed pitchers here. So, pretty interesting series here. Um, not great for left-handed powers. Pretty neutral for right-handers at Tampa Bay. So, we got Houston throwing Lance McCullers, Ukidi, and Javier versus Tampa Bay's Yarbrough, Fleming, and Rich Hill. So, Houston had a 72 WRC plus in the last week versus left-handed pitchers. They have low walk rate, average K rate on, on the season. Um... In, in WRC Plus, they are 7th versus left-handed pitchers um, with a phenomenal 18% K rate and a really solid almost 8% walk rate. Tucker and Brantley just got a day off on um, last night versus lefty, so um, probably just tuned them up for play the whole weekend, got them their off day, and then another... Uh, chance to play this weekend, which I think is a, definitely a no-brainer of them playing all three. Jordan Alvarez, if activated from the COVID IL or whatever IL he went on, um, he'll probably get in there and probably should be active on your team. So, Tampa Bay is 10th in WRC Plus versus right-handed pitchers with a 102 WRC Plus. They have a pretty good K rate, 24% K rate, 9% walk rate. Um, in their last seven, however, they have a 69 WRC+. Plus. Um, I would fire up uh, Wendell right here, Brandon Lau. Kiermaier also in play. Um, the great ad, I think, in pretty deep leagues. Um, you know, some sneaky speed. Um, as long as he's healthy, I think Kiermaier should be um, a guy that you consider to be in your lineup. Um, so it's not a good week for Mike Brasso. And even though Yandy Diaz will probably still be in the lineup for at least two, two and a half games of plate appearances, um, not really great matchups. And um, you, know, you could probably have some other options there. So we're going to move on to the Washington Nationals throwing two left-handed pitchers versus the Miami Marlins. So Miami has a 71 WRC plus versus left-handed pitchers in the last seven days. They're also sixth in Major League Baseball in WRC plus versus left-handed pitchers in the whole year with a 27% K rate and a 7.7% walk rate. Um, you'll see Corey Dickerson here now has played one out of six games versus left-handed pitchers. Um... So Washington, good part for right-handed power. So, you know, I think definitely get Duval in there. Definitely get Aguilar in there for sure. Um, yeah, so, and be aware of Corey Dickerson not getting um, possibly many games this weekend. So Pittsburgh versus St. Louis, uh, both thrown three right-handed pitches against each other. So Pittsburgh, not really a great pace for left-handed power. Pittsburgh throwing Brubaker, Cahill, and Kuehl versus St. Louis, Gant, Flaherty, and Seamart. Now, Pittsburgh has a 93 WRC+, plus, which is 14th in Major League Baseball, um, versus right-handed pitching, 24% K rate, 8% walk rate, um, 83 WRC+, plus in the last seven. St. Louis, 83 
WRC Plus, which is 26th in Major League Baseball for the full season. 26% K rate, 8% walk rate. Um, their WRC Plus in the last seven is also 74. So both teams slumping a little bit in the last week or so versus right-handed pitching. Um, just keep that in mind. You know, try to find some little trends in, uh, you know, last seven versus the season um, <clears throat> when we can. So Pittsburgh, uh, this is pretty good for Gregory Polanco, who's actually 6 for 16 in his last five games with a homer. Um, so pretty good for him facing all three righties. Uh, even for St. Louis, you got Justin Williams, even though he's not really hitting well right now. Been playing every day, and he always uh, usually tends to play versus right-handed pitching. So, uh, But I think he could have a sneaky good weekend here. So we're going to move on to the Chicago Cubs throwing three right-handed pitchers at Cincinnati, which is phenomenal for left-handed bats. So we're looking at Arietta Davies and T-Dubs. Ugh. Anyway, Cincinnati is fifth in Major League Baseball and WRC Plus versus right-handed pitchers with 112, 24% K rate, 9% walk rate. Jesse Winker is playing now all the time, which is so wonderful to see. He's raking. Um, you know, you want to fire up Moose, Votto, Winker for sure, and Tyler Eakin should have a pretty solid weekend as well. We're moving on to the Cleveland Indians, throwing three righties at Chicago White Sox. Um, pretty solid park for left-handed pitching, uh, left-handed power as well, so... Um, the Indians will be throwing Bieber, McKenzie, and Plesak. The White Sox are fourth in WRC Plus at 117 with a phenomenal 21% K rate and 10% walk rate. And their last seven, it's even better, their WRC Plus versus righties um, is 159 with a 17% K rate. So you see the Chicago White Sox bat heating up a little bit. Um, Andrew Vaughn's been hot, but he's got some tough matchups this weekend. Um, so you're going to have to either weigh his hot his hot bat versus some solid um, pitching. Well, I mean, not from Plesak, but uh, <laughs> Bieber and McKenzie. Uh, I think you know my love for Zach Plesak by now. But um, all right, so moving on, Lori Garcia. He might sneak in two games, but um, not, probably not really worth it. And, uh, you know, you got um, Adam Eaton. You know, definitely a solid play here, even though with the matchups, uh, he's been on a roll. He's uh, hitting the top of the lineup, and he's a lefty you should play every single day. We're moving on to Minnesota, throwing three right-handed pitches versus the Royals, Pineda, Shoemaker, Berrios, KC with a 117 WRC plus in their last seven. 20% K rate, 11% walk rate, both phenomenal. On the season, ninth in WRC plus with a 102. Nothing really to note here except for um, Andrew Benintendi. I think he's a good play. We're going to go with a good play this weekend. How about that? All right. Moving on, New York Yankees throwing three right-handers versus the Tigers. So, we got Yankee Stadium, of course, you know, left-handed power alley. Of course, that's in play at Yankee Stadium. Cole, Tyon, Kluber is what the Tigers are facing. Tigers are 24th in WRC Plus at N85 with a 27, 27% K rate and a 7% walk rate. Jonathan Scope, pretty hot. Um, you see Victor Reyes in good room. This is where they probably, you know, probably about two games-ish. Um, not get the full three for good room. He's been pretty consistent in the lineup. Um, so make sure you keep up on the news and see who's starting Friday and then try to try to foresee the weekend after that. Um, Akil Badu, who um, should also be a good play, being a lefty versus three righties. So now we'll look at the Philadelphia Phillies throwing three righties versus the New York Mets. Uh, plus, plus alley for left-handed power. 
at Philadelphia. So we will be facing Chase Anderson, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin. New York Mets are 20th in WRC Plus versus righties with 89, 23% K rate, 8.5% walk rate. The last seven, though, the WRC Plus is 69 with a 30% K rate and 6% walk rate. They just got handled by Nick Pavetta and Garrett Richards. So hopefully the Met bats to, uh, you know, wake, uh, smarten up and start hitting the fucking ball. And so we might get a VR or Guillaume start here, but probably business as usual. Fire up Dom Smith, fire up Brandon Nimmo and Jeff McNeil. So we got the San Francisco Giants throwing three righties at the Padres. Webb, Tony Disco, and Gausman. SD in their last seven had the WRC plus of 96, which is good for 12th in the league. They're also 12th overall in the season at 97 WRC plus. So pretty consistent play here by the Padres. 22% K rate, 10.5% walk rate. Um, fire up Jake Cronenworth and um profile this weekend i think they'll be getting a ton of at bats so we got texas throwing three right-handed pitchers versus boston arihara lyles and fulty boston had the wrc plus of 112 versus righties the sixth in major league baseball 25 percent k rate eight percent walk rate last week though has been dead last with 50 percent 50 wrc plus um and a 31 percent k rate they faced the grom flexin and kyle gibson so you can expect it from the grom you don't expect it to go quiet from flexin and gibson um so boston has been really hot at the bat but cooling off just last week um you know so they're facing all three righties Franchi cordero you might be playing him at your own risk if you're in a draft champions or in a deep 15 team league um you know he's probably gonna get at least two game started maybe all three um so you know just uh fire him up at your own risk of course because he hasn't been hitting well and Moran Gondalas um is also I think is in play for the weekend um so yeah that'll be that's it just a short quick blast of information I hope you guys are going to enjoy your weekend um yeah it's almost May which is wild and yeah I'm going to my first baseball game of the year May 4th at the Lake uh Formerly Lakewood Blue Claws single-A Phillies um, facility, but now they are the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. They changed their name, they changed their, their whole brand, their logo, so pretty excited. Head in there on May 4th, Tuesday, um, to see the opening day. Opening day, of, um, opening day of minor league baseball here in New Jersey, so pretty excited. Um, I'm going to bring a stopwatch. I'm going to get times from home to first. I'm going to get times from first to third. Uh, I'm going to do first pitch strikes, swinging strikes. I'm going to try to be a little scout, even though I've never done anything like that before. My wife is probably going to look at me like I have 19 heads. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, be on the lookout for that. I might do a little live content, who knows, and uh, talk about what we're seeing at the game. But um, if... If not, um, yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back for the Fab recap. Won't be on a Tuesday release because I'm going to the game, so we're going to do that Monday next week. Uh, we'll go, you know, going over the NFBC main event Fab player movement, and um, me and Todd Whitestone, who have been doing it the last three weeks, will be joined by Phil DeSoe, um, the robot, who could be bringing some heat like he always does two-hour episode, so pretty excited about that, and pretty excited about life in general, because why the fuck not, we're living, we're breathing, and, you know, stay positive, that's all we could do, right, stay positive, go forward, keep swimming, 
you know, keep doing what you got to do. That's it. Smarten up and don't be a bag of shit. Peace.